0: What's up guys? Thanks for coming back to Lockdown Universe. Just wanted to let you guys know that Anchor now is allowing you to become part of the Lockdown Universe experience by uh, part becoming part of the subscription. We're only charging $1.99 currently and we want you to be part of the experience. We're going to offer unheard of whistleblower testimony as well as government insider information as well as folks who have undergone hypnotic regression and told us their story. So please tune into that if you are interested for deeper cuts and deeper information. Please consider being part of the subscription. It's only $1.99 and it's definitely worth it. So join in. Let's get to the show. What up, y'all? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and lore. Welcome back. Welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully, you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. It is a Tuesday here in America. Hopefully, uh, you guys are doing well and trying to get through this week. Uh, It's getting colder and uh, we're getting into the dark times of the year. December 20th, 21st is the winter solstice and that's when time starts changing back around and we get some longer days. So hang in there guys, we're getting there. It's just going to be a few more weeks and then we'll start turning this thing around. In the meantime, I've got another story for you. So this story comes to us from unknownboundaries.com, and the title is really interesting. It's called Electrician Comes Face-to-Face with Chalk-Faced Aliens Projecting Negative Vibes. Now, what's really interesting about this particular story is it says chalk-faced aliens. Like, I mean, that would be really, really pale, but not only pale, but also kind of like finely powdered. You know what I'm saying? Like... Like the guy from Powder, right? I mean, that guy basically had like chalk on his face. Um, great movie, by the way. We should talk about that sometime. But nonetheless, he states that these guys were projecting negative vibes. That's really interesting to me because why? Well, how many alien stories or alien engagements, alien abductions have really projected a negative vibe? Not that many that I remember of. Maybe you can but this particular story, um, let's see, it occurred with a foreman of a power plant, and he came face to face with some bizarre looking aliens whose UFO momentarily shut down the power in the Swedish town of Marianalud. Marianalud. Um So, this is also cool because it's a story about Sweden, you know. I think in the US, we're just so. Inundated with stories from the U.S., that we really have to do a little bit of research to get outside of the U.S. and try to look at other news sources, other news publications, outlets to try to find new information because the U.S. just really has a lockdown typically uh, through Google on any access to really any UFO alien engagement. So, this is really good here. And what happened was this foreman of the power plant. Um, Gideon Johansson, who was 59 years old, he was reported to be a level-headed resident, um, and he experienced a life-changing experience one fall evening on September 29th 1959. So this this happened about 70 years ago. Um, And uh, it was uh, reported to the Aerial Phenomenon Research Organization. Okay, so they say that there was, he had a black, there was a blackout to the town. On the way out of my home, this is Johansson, uh, to do a service job, I met my son who was 25 at the time, and his, his son said, what's the matter now? And the dad said, well, we got some electrical trouble. And he says, it's jet black everywhere, all over, but not up there in the air. I looked where he pointed and noticed a white light and cried it's an alien with an alien it's an airplane with motor trouble and it will probably crash outside it might set the house on fire so these guys were pretty freaked out at this point um the next moment johansson said that he and his son realized that the light in the sky was not a plane or a helicopter because it was stopped in mid-air made no noise and descended on the narrow street right in front of his house. Imagine a UFO being up in the sky, descending right in front of your house on your small street. Imagine that. The object was lowering itself slowly, passing over nearby buildings, and buzzing the tops of the maple trees, which later were found to be damaged. Uh, Johansson said, My boy hollered at me, Get out of the way quick as hell. Quick as hell. So this strange craft lands and hovered in front of of Johansson's house when it was just six feet above the street. It was floating only about 16 feet from where Johansson stood near his front door. Johansson Johansson was worried, so he took evasive action and he went from his front door to a side fence and slowly approached the craft uh, that was emanating bright, cold, white light. So, this is where it gets different. Okay, This is not your common gray story. This is a very different story. So, instead of reporting some warm, fuzzy feelings emanating from the craft, like so many witnesses of close encounters of the third kind typically do, Johansen told a different, darker tale. He said when he got up close to the craft, he could clearly see the craft's occupants. He actually made a sketch of the alien. Now, this sketch is very very different from the typical gray alien it has a humongous forehead about three times the size of its face it's huge and the eyes are not like those teardrop eyes that are typically typically common of the grays these eyes are circular they are black but they're circular so they're not the teardrop and then they have these wrinkles that are going across over the nose and across over the face So And then it has a very thin neck, and then it has a suit, a blackish suit on. Now, going back to the article, he states that, "...I got this weird feeling that came over me when I saw these creatures. They radiated something that made you feel transparent and kind of negative." Now, typically, I would think that this is them looking down upon us as a lower evolved species, right? Like we would look upon ants or any other lower evolved species, maybe a caged lion or going to the zoo, right? Just like, okay, you're cute, whatever, but we're still better than you. I could be wrong, but that's just one perspective. Their faces, according to Johansson, were chalk white. They had very long heads and very high foreheads, entirely bald headed. Their eyes were big and dark and noses long and narrow like a cigarillo. See, typical gray aliens have a flat nose or almost no nose, just two slits for a nose, okay? So these are not grays, okay? They might have been small, but they were not grays, okay? So Johansson continued, they were the size of, of uh, about a 12-year-old. So it's a little bit bigger than three feet, right? Because a lot of times... The grays are typically three feet tall, that would be the size of like a seven year old a twelve foot or twelve year old decently tall they're at least like four feet four and a half feet, so these were definitely taller um they were they were uh behind a glass and they were kind of bent backward in a streamlined fashion. One of them bent backwards and seemed to be very busy with something. The other creature now looked at his companion now at me. And due to the strong light in the cabin, I could not distinguish other details of the craft. It must have been a small one to get down and fit in such a narrow street like his. So, then as suddenly as the craft and its occupants appeared, the lights in the craft went out and shot instantaneously up into the sky, disappearing as a small speck into the horizon. That's really interesting. As soon as this occurred, Johansson said the power blackout ended and the lights in the entire city switched back on. See, this is where I believe that these crafts, many crafts, have powers that can just basically shut down electricity in in towns. So that everybody's asleep. They can knock out everybody within a certain radius to be asleep or to be frozen to abduct who they want to abduct take off, and the power comes back on, just like with their, with folks that get abducted from their cars, that when these craft land or get near, they shut down the power to the cars, they shut down the power to the houses, they shut down the power to the buildings, towns, and wherever they want, take who they want, and bye-bye, we're off and rolling out. Now, the question is, why were Johansson and this boy allowed to even see these guys right in front of them? Was it so that these guys could observe them in their natural habitat? I don't know. I mean, what other ex- explanation is there? So, uh as soon as this, as soon as they left, Johansen said the power blackout ended, the lights in the entire city switched back on. However, even though Johansen and his son could both corroborate what they had seen, the father made the son swear that neither of them would speak about it again, right? Especially in a small town, they didn't want to be ostracized, especially back in 1959, you don't want to get ostracized at all. So, um Johnson didn't want to ridi- want any of that ridicule or, or have a loss of reputation um, in the town. You know, that could affect his livelihood, his social uh, stance, his, sto- his social engagement with friends and things like that. So it was only when Johansson reached an advanced age that he decided it was time to step forward with the story, which his son also corroborated. Unfortunately, it brought them nothing but mockery and grief. That's the real unfortunate factor, is that... The U.S. government and a lot of governments around the world really did a damn good job of making people feel like total and complete ostracized, uh, crazy people, for a lack of better terms, you know, and 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 hallucinatory, and that's obviously not the truth, and that's why we're here to dispel those rumors. So it's very similar to other events. Um, besides the corroborating witness, uh, this case rings true. Um, to many other UFO cases that report a craft in distress trying to land for repairs. Um, and the other factor that increases the believability um, in this author's view is the fact that the father described the aliens as being able to look through him or as, as he interpreted as reading his mind. And you know this author also states they 've come across other strong cases where aliens could read their abductees' minds. The negative feelings projected by the aliens have also been touched on in other cases so i mean while while this author believes that there 's been other cases where it 's felt negative, <clears throat> there may have been a few um, but the vast majority the aliens do a pretty good job of keeping us calm, making us feel like we're we 're safe. Um, Whether or not that's just kind of a fake telepathic capability that they have or not, who knows. But that's typically what they do. And they allow themselves to finish up their experimentation and then, you know, move on and move forward. But this is a really interesting article, and I love artwork. Anytime I can see a witness sketch of an alien, man, that's great. That's exactly what we want to see. We want to see what people have seen and to see if it, it coincides with other um, other abduction events. So this alien, totally different than anything I've ever seen. Go ahead and take a look at it. Uh, let me see if I can pull up the article again, just to try to give you a little bit more detail on the actual, um, website. It's unknownboundaries.com. And let me see if I can go forward in the article to see exactly what it's called. Well, I think if you type in, the title that I described, um, electrician comes face to face with chalk faced aliens projecting negative vibes. It was posted on June 7th, 2021, uh, by Chet Dembeck. So go ahead and look it up. Really interesting, but the picture is really fascinating too. Um, maybe I can post it, uh, in, uh, in my post as well. Uh, fascinating, really good story. Check it out. Uh, see what you think. See if you think these guys are great. See if you think they're different. Why would they be projecting a negative vibe? Why not a positive vibe? Or were they merely just looking through and reading his mind and he felt inept and below them? That's very possible, especially in engaging with uh, a higher being, you know, to feel inept, to feel lesser than, uh, less evolved than these folks. I mean, the size of this head that that's drawn in this picture would clearly indicate that the brain capacity, the what they call the brain pan, the brain size, is enormous uh, for such a small creature. And you know, when you have that much mass, uh, it increases your capability. It increases your uh, your intelligence level. It increases what you're able to do, to maybe telekinetically, maybe telepathically. <laughs> you know, and and so on and so forth. I mean, just imagine if you could harness some sort of telekinetic capabilities and harness some telepathic capabilities, how far, you know, our species could go or could be ended by the negative forces that we have on this planet as well. But nonetheless, go check out this article. I hope you guys are taking care of your physical health, your spiritual health, your emotional health. Do something that makes you feel happy. Do something that makes you feel good. Uh, follow your dreams, follow your passions, whatever they are. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care, and Lockdown Universe out.